I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is a podcast from the Smart Material Collective, made by nerds, funded by the listeners. Is hair a material? Are biscuits a material? Are crystals a material? Is plastic a material? Is porridge a material? Can gases be a material? Are eggs a material? Is water a material? What do you call everything that isn't a material? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh at you, guys. And yet you continue to do so. <laughs> Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Real Talk. I'm your host, Anna Pajajski, and this episode I bring you some bonus material from our live event with Zoe Laughlin. In the second half of the event, we let you, the audience, ask me and Zoe any questions you felt burning to ask. So without further ado, it's over to you. My office provider has recently gone plastic free, which I know, Anna, you will be very sad about. However, they have given us... What's an office provider? So like we, we're in an office sharing company called WeWork. I don't know if you heard of them. Yeah. Big American firm. Woohoo. Um, so all across the offices internationally got rid of all the plastic, except for the plastic cups that we serve our beer in, which are 100% biodegradable plastic. My mm-hmm. question is, is that not worse for the environment than just recycling plastic? Well, my first comment is, what is your carpets made out of, mate? That's very true. We've just had this discussion when I was telling these guys about it. We've got plastic pens. We've got yeah. plastic photocopier. How many laptops do you get through? Yeah, like, you, you know, all of this yeah, is yeah. all plastic. I mean, it's nice because it means that we're making less rubbish. Like, and we've also, got glass instead of plastic cups. That's really nice. But Biodegradable is essentially relevant as well because uh, I recently got the chance to dig up a landfill site with a JCB and it was capped off in the 80s. So it's like... 30 years old, this stuff. And there I was reading a newspaper from the year I was born, you know, like completely, slightly damp. (laughs) Been in the ground. But it was totally legible and you could turn the pages. And newspaper is definitely in the biodegradable category of like things you think are okay to throw away, but it's not going anywhere. But Mm. equally, maybe things not going anywhere could in 200 years time be useful because actually we don't know what we might need them for and then we can mine them and we could mine these landfill sites for useful stuff. It's just, can we contain that stuff until we know what to do with it in a way that's responsible and safe and doesn't create toxic leachate that, you know, so it's it's not a straightforward answer, but I admire <laughs> the attempt to acknowledge the contradictions of the, I don't know, you're like, <laughs> like why, why have they said why they haven't done it? 
for those. So Although they they've done it they for actually, those. They actually just can't. You know, they've changed yeah. our, they've changed the kind of amenities. It's like, it's, it's like tea bags. The tea bags are plastic free. The plastic cups that we used to drink water in, we were all given a, an aluminium water bottle instead. And there's glasses on the shelf mm. to replace plastic cups for mm. water. And A paper bag may seem better for the environment, but actually if you do a life cycle analysis and take the energy that it, look at the energy that it takes to make it actually it has a greater carbon footprint and so ultimately it produces more co2 and is is in that respect more harmful to the environment and yeah so it's interesting this is very exciting being here this is a big deal for me um you started at the question at the start about what your favorite material is um i don't know if i'm allowed to swear on this but fuck it um (laughs) what's the dickhead of the material world (laughs) I think it's graphene. <laughs> yeah, what a cock. <laughs> <laughs> graphene, right? Like, everybody thinks it's so great. <laughs> and like, you think, you come across a problem and you're like, guys, should we try graphene? And like, it sort of works. And you're like, guys, I made a thing out of graphene. But graphene doesn't work. And there's lots of reasons why it doesn't work. Mostly it's because it's graphene. No, it's because um, like we, we, everybody loves graphene because it has these amazing properties. Like it's 300 times stronger than steel, blah, blah, blah. But um, that's only for like a really small piece of graphene. And you actually, people struggle to make big pieces of graphene. And you can only make useful stuff out of big pieces of graphene. So is graphene a material? Let's not go there. It is, <laughs> you can, <laughs> so, so there's no point in making graphene because when you try and make stuff with it, it like stacks up on top of each other and then it's just graphite again, which is not as good. Um, and it's just, it's a dickhead because it, it's like, oh, I'm so great. <laughs> but, but do you know what graphene suffers from? It's what a class of materials that's little known to science, but I've um, discovered, no, named, so therefore I'll get the Nobel Prize, which is the superlative material. So it's the blackest black, the lightest light thing, the shiniest shiny thing. Those superlatives and the chase for the superlative, a lot of material science, understandably and rightly, involves just getting that little bit better. Mm. And incrementally, you know, the minute you hold in your hand a piece of aerogel from NASA, which when they made it was the lightest solid in the world. You know, now there is one that's not, 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 not point one percent lighter, but you can't really hold it because it collapses under its own weight, and it's not really, you know, it's like oh. But yeah. you know, this chase for the superlative. I remember when um, uh, NASA sent me a piece of the blackest black, and I was like, <laughs> and open it up, and it was like grey because <laughs> it's also incredibly fragile, mm. and it completely crumbled, and it all come off. So it was now grey. So you know, the things that are brilliant at one thing are often not very good at other things. Like I've got um, a piece of ceramic that can conduct the heat from your hand so efficiently that just holding this little piece of ceramic tile, you can be like cutting into ice like it's butter. Whoop, 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 and it's just conducting the heat from your body and it condenses rather like a stiletto shoe will take the bigger mass and put it on that tiny point and you sink in more. It takes that large surface area of the outside of the tile, takes your heat from you and then condenses it to that edge and it becomes hot and you can touch it. You go, oh, it's quite hot cut the ice. The thing is, you think, oh, then let's go, you could use that for, but if you're in a cold place, you've gone cold and it doesn't work anymore. Like it, Mm. it doesn't, they they sort of fail so quickly and it's charming uh, in one way, but it's a, it's a type of category of material for me. Mm, It's nice. I know. Well, I'm hoping to make an ice cream scoop from it. I think it would, yeah. 
Is it a coincidence that ice is in the word nice? <laughs> oh, oh, it can't be. It's t- no, it's too similar. It's too. Yeah. I'm not sure I can beat that. That's really good. Um, do you, what's your favourite materials joke? <laughs> yes, here we go. Don't get it wrong, Zoe. What's brown and sticky? I don't know. What's brown and sticky? The stick. What kind of bees make milk? I don't know. What kind of bees do make milk? Boobies. <laughs> They're my only jokes. That's it now. <laughs> Poo and boobs. Well, I can't top that, can I? don't I? know any other materials jokes. There aren't that many. I've tried to think of them. I've got to say there's there's not many. <laughs> People often ask me this question, like, oh, tell us a joke. <laughs> I actually hate jokes. Look at my face. I hate jokes. When people start telling jokes, like the night's over. It's actually over. So, like, oh, okay. No. Is that a good place to stop, or do we have one more question? <laughs> Let's have one more question from Amanda. Do you know toilets? I'm not sure it's got. It's not. Might have it. Not necessarily a materials question, but it might have a materials answer. Do you know how toilet seats are like inconvenient, and you have to lift them up, and they're like a bit gross. Like, why do we have those? Could you, toilets not just be shaped in the right way that you don't need toilet seats? I like this because it's a form, function, behaviour, material combination. Because the seat is often different to the bowl, right? It's often a porcelain, as in a, it's a ceramic object, the toilet, but the toilet seat can be often wood or plastic. That's like the main two options. And those two materials conduct heat differently. And when you touch them, you're, you perceive them as warmer, whereas the ceramic you perceive as colder when you touch it. So it's not very nice to sit on with your bare bop. So sitting on some materials nude isn't as comfortable as others. So it's <laughs> you could mould an entire toilet with a comfortable shape on the edge, so it's not just like a rim, but you could cast a very comfortable ceramic toilet, but it would always be cold. Yeah, but could it not just all be plastic and then it would all be warm? Yeah, so then that's the next question. So why aren't toilets made out of plastic? So they're not made out of wood for sort of feeling like obvious reasons. You know, they would slowly rot and you would suddenly, they would collapse and they'd get a, yeah. Why aren't toilets made of plastic? Harder to clean. Harder to clean, definitely. Definitely harder to clean. So they're much more, yeah, plastic is a much more porous material than ceramic. Mm. Scratch quite easily with a scratch. Bleach. Bleach. It's just, yeah. The thing is, the only two real materials you should make a toilet out of are glass or ceramic. (laughs) They're they're not going anywhere. They're very inert, nice and stable, Mm. cleanable. Hygienic. No, it doesn't have to be see-through. Of course, you could have coloured glass. I well, okay. I tell you why you don't have glass toilets. To make things out of glass is an entirely different process to making things out of ceramic. If you make something out of glass, you really have to blow it into a mold. So you put like a bottle. You put your bubble of glass into the mold, blow it up, and it fills the thing. Or you can slump cast, and that involves putting a mass of it into a blob shape. So you could think to yourself, could you have an empty void that's toilet shaped, pouring glass? But when glass goes from liquid to solid, all sorts of stresses form in that material. 
and the bigger the bit of glass, the greater those stresses are. And you have to anneal the glass. So when you, you have to control that solidification by putting it in a kiln and holding it at certain temperatures and making the stresses, releasing the stresses that are in it. But you make, it's, it's a much more time consuming, energy consuming and a difficult process to make a stable toilet that's not going to suddenly go and break. But ceramic, all you have to do is much more like the glass in the bottle. You take liquid clay, pour it into a plaster mould and let it absorb moisture and leave a skin of ceramic and then crack open the mould and fire that in a kiln and you're done. And it's just sort of much easier. I've given this slightly more detailed answer because of the context. Um, But it's very, yeah, all sorts of reasons why. The toilet seat and the material, the toilet aren't the same material, and we still have toilet seats even in this day and age. Because yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot; we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I was wondering when you mentioned about uh, the uh, heat conducting properties of ceramics. Mm. Can you engineer a ceramic to be porous and therefore more insulative and warmer to sit on? So you, um, yeah, so different ceramics you can engineer to have different properties, like the conductivity. Um, You can have a porous ceramic, but it is, the size of the pore is all all important, right? So um, if you have a tooth implant, it's made of ceramic, it's going to be zirconia, and there very dense, fine structures, but there are still pores and moisture gets in and over time that tooth wears down and it will go through what's called hydrothermal aging, which is a process of degrading through the moisture in your mouth. So they're now developing kind of everlasting teeth where they create even smaller pores and the pore size is too small for moisture to get in. But in your thing, you'll want, we want the pores big so air gets in and therefore it's more insulative, but then actually it becomes fragile and crumbly for a different reason which is like you've got an aero bar version of a ceramic and i don't think it would have the structural integrity and then it's not cleanable right because the pore that holds air is definitely gonna hold poo you know like yeah 
So you're back to the thing. And also the ceramic toilet is glazed. So actually it is a thin coating of glass that gives it that smooth, clean surface. Because an unglazed ceramic is still porous. Like if you don't glaze your ceramic, it will absorb moisture. Doesn't that mean that you could have it porous and glazed and it would be fairly insulative, but also... That's glazed. what it is at the moment, yeah. But you'll, you'll feel the glaze. All right. Mm. It's a ho- I mean, your toilet's probably hollow. So there's a lot of air in there. Like it's a, a wall. It's hollow inside. But you touch that surface you touch, how it conducts the heat away from you. If it conducts it from you quickly, you're going to feel it as cold. If it doesn't and it's insulative, you'll think, well, that's nice and warm. But they're both sort of room temperature. It's just how it takes the heat from your body at what speed as you perceive as it being cold or hot. But it's really your loss of heat. Your mind been blown by that. Then it's ludicrous. That's not how it's meant to work. <laughs> yeah. How is it meant to work? If they're the same temperature, they should feel the same temperature. Mm. <laughs> but I can see this is yeah. It's like perception and color. You we've sort of got our head round red being slightly relative as to what color it might be next to and how our eye might be working and our brain interpreting it and stuff. But we don't think of that in relation to materials <laughs> and their sensations of them. But that's also true. You know, something fluffy is going to feel fluffier if you immediately before feel something crispy you know so it, the, the contrast effect plays out in materials a lot this i like the questions because it allows me to roam wide and far through the material landscape toilets to anyway <laughs> any further questions in one of the james bond films the villain has a giant palace made of ice how realistic is that <laughs> <laughs> how big was it <laughs> Well, you've got the ice hotel and you can absolutely build things out of ice, but there is a point under which the ice at the bottom will, if you apply a lot of pressure to ice, it will start to melt. So just the pressure of ice above, you know, pushing down on other bits of ice, the bits at the bottom are going to start to melt under the weight of the ones above them. So there is like a critical height limit for an ice structure. Isn't there Um, a danger of, you know... Not that you'd be licking the walls or anything, but isn't there a danger that you would get stuck to it like someone trying to lick a cold lamppost or something like that? Yeah, you could. If you've got walls made of ice. If you're like me and you go around licking and touching everything. Yeah. (laughs) I think you'd, I mean, in like ice hotels and things in countries where they make them, they, people are wrapped up fully in all the the winter gear, even though they're inside because it is incredibly cold. And yeah, if you were falling asleep and roll off your reindeer skin pillow, you'd find your cheek stuck to the bed. Hmm. I have an interesting building ice fact, which is um, there's a material called piecrete. Yeah. Um, have you heard of this? <laughs> yeah. Piecrete. It's 14% uh, wood chip, 86% uh, <laughs> ice. And it was um, thought of in the Second World War um, and they were going to make ships out of it that could go in the cold water. Wasn't there a um, plane as well? Yeah, uh, an aircraft. No, what was it? What do you call it? Like a glider or something or... Yeah. Some, there was something with wings. Something with wings, yeah. Uh, made out of ice. Um, and then they decided that wasn't a good idea because you have to... Well, it's, it's a good idea because you can fix it with water. Like, it's very easy to, to like, put cracks back together because you just, like, pour some seawater in and it goes back. It's a bad idea because it um, can't, can't get warm. <laughs> well, the people inside. None of it. Oh, yeah, like... You can only use it in like the Antarctica and Russia and stuff. When so they, um, oh, sorry, you mean like it can't go anywhere hot? Can't go anywhere yeah, yeah. hot. When they invented it, they took it in to show Winston Churchill and they showed it to him while he was in his bath and they dropped it into his bath to show that it wouldn't melt in the hot water. Did it melt? No. Why? 
So the mat, what? Just that, that's, imagine that's that. The, that's the story I know about. Also, who's I mean, he's naked. To him in the you're yeah. naked, and someone drops. <laughs> I think he was one of us, don't you? What do you mean? Sort of materials pervert. <laughs> like, come in the bath. I'm in the bath. Drop your material in with me. Mm. I don't know. I mean, that's a sensorial. Was it a mistake to drop it or was he asked for it? No, I think there was something about the properties where they wanted to show that it was gonna it wasn't gonna melt um in the in the hot water. And it would float and everything. It, it so was, then it you was can float and, yeah. So you could take a pie creek boat into the and into the Atlantic. I, I think that was the plan, but it was the war was nearly over by the time they actually <laughs> So that it yeah. does make me think <laughs> of a pi- boat made of pies, like a pork, massive pork pie that was sailed out across the channel or something. Yeah, I do, it's, go to sea in a pork pie. I think it's called Pie Creek because the guy was called Pike. Unfortunately, it's not pies. But that was my first thought as well. Pie Creek is surely like a concrete pie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, someone's baking skills meant that they somehow their pastry was impenetrable by moisture <laughs> to such an extent that they could build a boat out of it. <laughs> Amazing. Any further questions? Yay. I saw a video when hot water froze faster than cold water. What the fuck is that about? We're going to do three things. You're going to boil some water. You're going to have three ice cube trays. In one, you're going to put cold water straight from the tap. In the other, you're going to put water that was boiled and has got... No, hang on. Stop. You're going to get some water from the tap. And you're going to let it sit on the side of your counter and you're going to get it to room temperature. Then you're going to put some of that water in one of an ice, one ice cube tray. Then you're going to boil some water. You're going to sit that on the side. You can do this simultaneously. You let that get to room temperature as well. Put that in ice cube hole number two. And then ice cube hole number three, you're going to put hot water straight from the kettle, straight into it, into the freezer, which gets solid first. The one that goes in boiling, so to speak, the one that did boil but is now room temperature or the one that was always room temperature great well listeners if you're out there (laughs) uh, please tweet in show us your results show us yeah Um, okay well if there's no further questions then please thank with me the wonderful Zoe Laughlin That's it for this time on Real Talk. Once again, a huge thank you to Zoe for coming on Real Talk Live. There are lots of very exciting new things going on at Real Talk HQ. For example, a top secret project, which may or may not rhyme with Puck Proposal, and also writing for my new show, All About Channel Swimming. It's called Somewhere Dover the Rainbow, and it's the story of how I trained and swam the English Channel this summer. I actually wanted to call it The Life of Brian, but some guy has already written a book about surfing called The Life of Brian, and his name isn't even Brian. Like, how is that even fair? It's on the 14th of November at the Harrison Pub in King's Cross, and tickets for that are in the show notes, so it'd be wonderful to see you there. Anyway, that's all for this time, so we'll be back with another episode in two weeks for another dose of Real Talk. 
and 365-day returns. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.